Amen. So now the place that we are and the place that we have found ourselves is a first Corinthian experience. A first Corinthians experience. We're talking about you've called God a liar. And isn't it amazing that one from that statement will fix their mouths to say, no, that is a lie. That is a lie. No, no, it can't be a lie because if we walked more circumspect to what has been already spoken, you would not see what you are seeing, the travesty, the poor spirit, poor mentality in our neighborhoods, in our local assemblies, in particular states all of the evil and the violence that is being extracted upon one another, the wars. No, 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 no. Y'all haven't followed the word. And just as God has said, you have called me a liar. Well, Let's look at what the Lord has to say and let's see what your understanding, what, what you get, what you get out of what the Lord has to say. In 2 Corinthians chapter number 11, I want to show you something. This, this is pretty heavy because Paul now has had experience. He's had many experience with the Lord starting with his entry into the body. <clears throat> Just his whole entrance into the body is miraculous to say the least therefore Paul became totally committed <clears throat> to the ministry and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ watch this now we're gonna go to a certain set of scriptures a certain set of texts and God will let you know where you are again in your state and your standing now when I say that I know that I'm speaking and referring from <coughs> the five 
judgments. I know I'm coming from the five judgments. So therefore, when I say God is dealing with you now from a place of judging your state, what state are you in? Where are you? And your standing. And that's according to the five judgments and maybe uh, one day I'll do a message, a lesson on the five judgments. There are five judgments. There are five crowns. The two resurrections. The first and the second coming. Just all of these doctrinal things that make up the gospel. If one says that they are born again and they walk in this and they live in this. Then yes, the Lord does have to bring all things back to your remembrance. Our remembrance whatsoever things he said unto us. It, it has to be this way because from a spiritual not even a sight realm from a spiritual view we are not in that spiritual place as a call group of people with a purpose from God of what he wants us to do as a hermetic race of people as a shamanic race of people, even as a Japhetic place of people, race of people. We're going to start in 2 Corinthians, and Paul, his presentation of the gospel and what it entails. And how we should see it. And how we should see it. The mystery of godliness. This is what the revelation that Paul is giving. The mystery of godliness. And in intertwined in that is the ministry of reconciliation. Within that mystery, he has been given the revelation how to reconcile. How is God going to reconcile the world back unto himself? Because we, 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 you done went out of control when you call God a liar. Or if you believe in your heart and in your mind without even speaking, just saying within your mind, your subconscious, I don't believe that. <sighs> My shot. I don't believe none of that. And then you go into your anger and your rage and your frustration for those that do. I mean, we these people go on a, a raft in their detest for those that believe in a God 
that wants to make that group of people righteous or holy or divine. They get mad as 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 fire. <clears throat> mad as fire butcher knives. And they are and have become the enemies of the cross of Christ. Watch this. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, here we go. Second Corinthians chapter number eleven. You might as well put your put your seatbelts on. Paul says, now he's preaching to the to the saints, people getting saved. And obviously by this time, as time was moving forward forward from first Corinthians letter to second Corinthians, <clears throat> Paul says, What to God? Now you know he up he's a little upset. He said, I would to God ye could bear me, bear with me a little in my folly. And indeed, I mean for real, bear with me. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? That's the shepherd, as the leader. I bore you, I bear you, I birth you, priest to you, everything. He says, I wish you could bear me just a little, even in my folly, whatever that is, whatever that is with Paul. <coughs> Excuse me. Paul says, I wish you could bear with me just a little in my folly because I not only bear you, I bore you. I bore you. I preach the gospel to you. I have even suffered for you. Matter of fact, I've even died for you. Because he is, he's in Christ. He is doing the will of God. No different than, than Jesus Christ himself. God's son, God manifested in the flesh. Not Paul died for you to be born again to have the eternal life with God. No, no, no. Not that kind of died for you. He died and was persecuted and was threatened often. Don't preach that gospel. To the point he was killed for preaching. Then the Lord gave him a resurrection. <clears throat> and Paul came right back preaching where he where they told him don't don't come over here preaching don't don't come to Jerusalem preaching Paul says I went to God you could bear with me a little in my folly and indeed bear with me 
For I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. Watch this. Why will he be jealous over the folks that he preached and they got saved and were born again and he established a body of people, a church, a group of people in a particular place? Why will he be jealous? I am for I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. For I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. He has preached us into Christ. He has given us, he has not only bore us, bear, bear us, bear us, bore us into the body by the preached word. Now, he's given us back to God as a chaste virgin, a woman adorning herself for marriage. A woman keeping herself for her husband that she is now courting. That's why we don't flirt with all the other surrounding religions because we are a chaste virgin in Christ and we are adorning ourselves with holiness preparing ourselves for marriage or a rapture at the rapture is the marriage because y'all get thrown off with rapture but there's going to be a marriage that will take place so that the husband man could take us, take his bride to the new heaven and the new earth. But this king, this husband man is the Lord of glory. Therefore, this husband man, this king, our God and father and Lord Jesus Christ must go out and take care of some legalities and legal business in the spirit realm before he could take his bride home to an eternal new heaven and a new earth. He has espoused us and presented us as a chase, a chase virgin. And he's making an example that if you want to walk into a marriage, a true marriage relationship, you might want to follow this right through here. You can't be a chaste virgin and you sleeping around with everybody before you say you want this righteous and all fulfilling husband. But you're floating around with everybody eventually not marrying and being submitted to nobody to live in your last days or your I don't know if you're saved or not living your last days with nobody no widows indeed 
No, 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 no. No widows indeed. Even during a pandemic, you out testing men. Yeah. You out flavoring men. Because we will not give ourselves over to the Lord and we've called God a liar. Watch this. Watch this. Paul says, for I have espoused you. He's, you is everybody that was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost and is a part of that building church. And everybody outside of that building church that's called themselves the saved, the born again Christians. We're collectively one body. Yeah, you over there in Chicago, you over there in New Jersey, you over there in Connecticut, you over there in Michigan, you over there in Washington, you over there in in, in Georgia. All these different building organization churches that call yourself the body of Christ. Y'all members and saints of the living God. This is all applicable to you all. That's the problem. All these religions, divisions, and systems that we set up per building. And this is the will of God in this one group, in this one building. I don't care if you got 50,000. I don't care if you got 30,000, 25, 10,000, 5,500, 120, or 20 members. It's one body of Christ. And if you're telling the truth about that, the only way you got into that body is by that one self-same spirit that has baptized us all into the one body, which is the church, which is the bride of Christ, which is this chaste virgin that Paul has presented as every pastor should do, every elder, apostle, prophet, all you, we should present the people back to God as a chaste virgin. Watch the trouble within that matrix right through there. Paul says, but I fear. And from what I've seen myself in the earth, I'm afraid too. This is where I, I, I'm afraid. This is where they're going to go astray. This is where their folks start falling off. This is where the dead men start walking again. This is where people start packing up the cross and, and putting it under the bed and putting it in the shed back in the back of the house. But I fear lest by any means, lest by any way, shape possible, the devil as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety in the garden, so your even so y'all today, I fear that y'all gonna be deceived, and that has already taken place.
and is happening right now. But I fear, lest by any means as the serpent beguile Eve through his subtlety, so your minds should be corrupted, even from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he that cometh, uh-oh, watch it. For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, watch this, y'all, or if you receive another spirit which we have not received, or another gospel which ye have not accepted, ye might be well with him. That's the only way he can be looked he or she can be looked upon as okay pastor. For I suppose I have not a whip behind the very cheapest of the apostles. Now now, oh my, oh my, watch this, we're talking about, you've called God a liar. Watch this, Paul, he's speaking to these people that were born again in the church of Corinth. Watch this, watch this. Those that walk in partiality... And have respect to person. And you lie. You walk. You walk in lies. Walking into the building. Y'all call it the church. Build the church. The body of Christ. This building. You walk in there. Full of lies. And deceit. And trickery. And lust. But this one thing you have not done with the Spirit of God which is in you. Judge yourself. You haven't judged yourself. That's why these things are among us. Because one, this one person right here won't judge himself. If everybody would judge themselves, then we would not have these things among us, y'all. Watch this. This is, Paul says, this is the third time I am coming to you in the mouth of two or three witness, witnesses, we let it, shall every word be established, what I'm about to say to you. I told you before. And foretell you, and I will continue to tell you, as if I were present the second time, and being absent now, see, Paul, he's, he's writing these letters under the unction and the power of God. 
he's speaking for God and there's some things that he could speak because of his place in the Lord and God sustain it and God is backing it I told you before and foretell you as if I were present the second time and being absent now I write them to which hitherto have sinned and to all the others that if I come again I will not spare yeah there's a group of people in the building they just need to straight be re rebuked no exhorting no admonish they need a straight rebuke and and sit down. Sit down. You sit down. You go back all the way back to submission. You come to the Bible class, to prayer. You come and let's see if you could satisfy. Let's see if you could be swift to hear and slow to speak. Because you've been moving around, not only in the building, but out in the, in the streets, in the earth, in the world, in your home causing havoc and confusion since you seek a proof of Christ speaking in me which to you were is weak but is mightily in you for though he was crucified through weakness do y'all understand this yet he liveth by the power of God for we also are weak in him but we shall live and we are living by the power of God towards you I'm speaking towards those that will be birthed and coming up in the future I'm speaking so that they can get it for those who come in in the future Paul spoke it to get it to those who were in the front of him in the future unto us now we've received it now we're going to give it out towards those in our future he says examine yourselves uh oh uh oh, uh -oh. This, the, this the problem examine yourself whether you be in the faith that means that on this Christian journey as you born again into the body and you become a partaker and you're in fellowship with Christ you must learn as a new saint how to examine one's self in what you say you have believed whether you be in the faith prove yourselves know ye not yourselves how that Jesus Christ is in you and if you don't do this Paul says you can't do this and if you don't do this and if you can't do this except you be reprobates 
Now, those that are in, the, are in the body, but I trust that ye shall know that we are not reprobates. And for that, and for those who are not reprobate, Paul says, now I pray to God that you do know evil. It's pretty evil if you call God a liar according to his word what he says about how you should be how I should be in this matrix Now I pray to God that you do no evil. Now that not that we should appear approved. Now you you ain't totally approved yet. You're being approved according to his spoken word. You're being approved. You're not approved yet. I pray that you do no evil, not that you should appear approved, but that you should do that which is honest. Though we be as reprobates. We can do nothing against the truth. Before the truth. For we are glad. When we are weak. And ye are strong. And this also we wish. Even your perfection. Therefore, I write these things being absent, less being present. Paul says, if I was there, I would have used a little more sharpness. According to the power which the Lord have given unto me to edification and not to destruction. Finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. That's in the Holy Ghost. Comfort. Peace. Per perfect. Perfection. Is all personality characteristic in nature of the Holy Ghost. Let the He's saying let the Holy Ghost continue to manifest himself through you. Because Paul says, I want to give you edification and not in that edification and that rebuke, not unto destruction, but farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love. Habasha. And peace shall be with you greet one another with a holy kiss greet one another with a holy kiss all the saints salute you the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion and the communion that's, that's in the spirit. And the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen.